I so the actual like NFL opening day, the Thursday game, was kind of derailed by the Queen dying. So I'm sure not you, for me, not for you. Okay, yeah. I'm just, I used to be heard that, that the Queen died. I don't understand why we care about the Queen. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to uh, Fits with the Founder. I'm your founder, Nick. I'm here with Cassie, as always. Well, Cassie, uh, it is September. Yeah. It was a little chilly in the air this morning. But it smelled good. It smelled like fall. I know. I like (laughs) fall. I'm a huge fall guy, but it is a little bit depressing to think about. Yeah. Summer didn't last nearly long. I think I went to Six Flags once. I did one summer thing. That was it. Yeah, it's um, you get into your golf while you can if you're a northerner um, or if you're a northerner going south and it doesn't matter. But good time of year, too, if you're looking for golf clubs, because you should know where your game's at. I know where mine is. It's not good and I need to get fitted. So I was, yeah, I was, I, I played in our big invitational this past week and we always have ours way late in the season, uh, which is kind of cool because it doesn't interrupt with a lot of the other clubs and people that do them like in July, June to July, whatever. But I, I turned to my playing partner and I'm like, yeah, I might be getting fit for a whole new set. Like all 14 might be going <laughs> and it's the right time of year. At least I know where my swing is. It's not great. And let's see if there's something out there that can help me. Yeah. I like it. A couple more rounds for the end of the year. So what's new here? We got uh, Shane Lowry won this week. Yeah. So we, I mean, we had a lot of news. Shane's that was the, the DP, right? The DP tour. Yep. Um, got super hammered after he won, was yeah. posting all the hangover pictures the next day, which was great. Um, that's kind of just his jam though. Like every time he wins, he goes out and just goes on a bender. That was a big, that was like a big payday too. That thing mm-hmm. like pays out huge, doesn't it? And they let the live tour guys play it, which was they a big. They did, which was kind of salty, but I, whatever. It's a different organization, so they're allowed to do whatever they want. I think the most interesting thing there on that one, and I saw you put it in the notes, but I, I found it to be interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. But like Sergio was like one of the guys leading the charge of like live tour guys playing in the DP tour. Shoots like a 76 Thursday and then yep. just bails to go to the Texas Bama game. Yeah. Okay. So like it ended up being a three-day event anyway because uh, they canceled, I think, Saturday because the queen died, so they, whatever. That's fine. But if you weren't interested in playing this event to begin with, like, there were people who were on the list, like, there are players that were at the cutoff point that could have started had you just said, nah, I'm gonna go to Texas. Like, there were so many other ways you could have done this. Yeah, I think his probably thought process, which is a very selfish thought process, was this: there's a lot of money to play for here, I'm gonna go play for it, Uh and, you know, after he shoots 76, he's like, well, that ain't gonna happen and he bails so that's yeah, yeah i don't like to see that either yeah. i mean but uh, isn't his wife they live in like austin or something his now. wife huge, went yeah. to texas You're yeah right. that's why and scotty scheffler was at the game too like yeah so there was a reason why they were at the game i'm not begrudging them that but if you knew that that was your game plan like there were the guy who was the next up on the list on the roster was another spaniard so it's right. like you know this guy that you kept from getting in yeah like, i don't know just how sergio's been over his career i doubt he gives a shit probably not yeah <laughs> unfortunately that's just the way I think he operates. So you are correct. But let's just keep on live while we're talking about it. Obviously, um, for you know whether you don't like live, like live, whatever. It's a big week for Chicago for us because we have a live event in town this week at mm-hmm. Rich Harvest Farms, which is you know it's funny. I saw the thing that said uh, it was the ad and it has Chicago right, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of people crossed it out and wrote Aurora, which actually <laughs> it's worse than that because it actually goes farther west than Aurora yeah. to Sugar Grove, which uh, for people that don't know, I mean basically the live event is an hour outside yeah. of downtown Chicago. So it's not like it's really, if you're a Chicagoan, you kind of laugh because it's like, yeah, you're 
an hour outside of Chicago. Not even close. Not even close. But it'll be interesting to see. I'm a, I'm a huge, you know, Jerry Rich and Rich Harvest Farms is a golf course that, you know, um, obviously is a very uh, exclusive kind of special place. I call it like the Disneyland of golf, mm-hmm. um, what he set up there. And uh, it'll be, I'm interested. I mean, I've seen a Solheim there. I've seen the Big Ten Championship there. I've seen like they've had the Arnold, what is it, the Palmer Cup. They've had some big events there. It'll be yeah. cool to see. I've never really seen the pros play there, the, sure. the guys. So it'll be interesting to see how they live up to this golf course. I guess that'll be the one. This might be the first event I watch just because I want to see what they do with this golf course. Sure. I, I agree with you. I think the golf course, it'll be really nice to see it featured. I will not be attending um, for all the reasons we've talked about for the last however many months. Um, but it, is, it will be interesting. I did hear we have trainees, for those of you guys who don't know, the trainees all come to the Willowbrook headquarters for four weeks um, before they're out in the field. And they were <laughs> a lot of them are from other parts of the country. And they're like, oh, we're going to be here while this live tour thing is happening. And they were sitting there debating whether or not they should go. And the consensus ended up being, you know what? I'd rather go watch the Cubs lose. Yeah. Well, I was talking about it with him yesterday. <laughs> uh, Brad being uh, on uh, vacation, I had to take over some classes yesterday. And we were talking about it. And they asked my opinion. Should I go to live? Should I go to Cubs? Should I go to Sox? And I said, well, yeah, Danny's going to hate what I'm just about to say. I go, you can go to a Sox game for $4 and a hot dog anytime you want. But uh, Bryson threw out the first pitch at the Sox game last night. And Did he? Didn't even make news because nobody cares. <laughs> Sox won. They're in the hunt. Didn't even make Kinda news because nobody cares. Uh, Tony Lutterus, uh, you can even stay awake. Um, <laughs> anyway. Pacemaker put in. He needs to stay far away. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I'm not the Cubs fan that hates on Sox, so I should stop that. But anyway, I said, I go, you, you need to go to a Wrigley is where you need to go if you're going to go. Mm-hmm. I go, but if you have time to do both, I, I think it'll be interesting. I don't have time to get out there. Right. So it's not going to happen for me. But I, I am going to try to turn on the streaming. I do. I, I want to see how. But again, it's all because I want to see. Right. how they do this golf course. It's like DJ, we were having this fun talk yesterday because I, I don't pay attention sometimes close on this stuff, but DJ won whatever the Boston Live playoff, yep. you know, the event won 4 million bucks mm-hmm. or whatever. I was talking to some vendors the other day and I hadn't thought about this. They never, like TaylorMade never put anything out that he won. You know why. Well, no, no, no. That's so, then I got into this and I started texting some guys in the industry and some higher ups at TaylorMade and Callaway. Basically, they're the two front runners and whoever makes the jump first then they'll all make the jump. Yeah. So it's like you're waiting to see if TaylorMade's going to like honor and say, hey, Dustin won this or Phil won or Cal. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even know if Phil's with Callaway. He's not. He's not. Well, let's just say a Callaway player, you know, the first one to do it, then that's going to kind of be like the opening box. Because right. I said, well, what? I'm sure some of these small vendors will do it. And they're like, or OEMs. And they're like, won't matter. It's yeah. got to be Callaway or TaylorMade. One of them's got to make the jump and say, we're going to recognize this person as a winner. And, you know, whatever. I didn't even pay attention. So I went back through Twitter and Instagram and sure enough, nope. it's all Rory posts or, you know, Morikawa posts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dustin's nowhere to be found. So interesting stuff. We'll see who wins this week. It's a good field. I will say this. It's a good field. They got a good field there. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what they do there. Speaking of live. So Apple TV turned down the opportunity to broadcast because the end quote, this is the quote. They said that it's too toxic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of laughed when I, when I saw that because I'm like, really? Like, it kind of is. Okay. I mean, I'm sure I can find some fairly toxic things on Apple TV. Maybe, but I think they're looking at it so from like the marketing side. So advertising, advertisers will not want to run their ads during the program. So that's Apple's looking at it from the business perspective, not the like, See, oh, I, Saudi. Like, I, that's not I it. thought this made a perfect sense or like a Sling TV or somebody, YouTube, because 
you're just thinking about U.S., like mostly U.S. advertisers. Mm -hmm. On a world scale, there's plenty of advertisers that don't give a shit about the Saudis and they don't care about the whole drama. Right, but the majority of Apple TV subscribers are in the U.S., yeah, uh, I don't know that. That you could be right. I don't know that yeah, answer. I mean, Maybe they are. Apple, I mean, yeah. I don't know what you watch in India. I don't know what you watch in China, but maybe, I don't know. I know they will find a TV. I thought they already kind of had one that mm-hmm. they're just not telling us. Um, I kind of think that's probably true, and I kind of think it might be Sky TV, but I could be that way checks wrong. Out. Yeah, makes sense. It's an international platform for sports. Um, they definitely don't care about the whole Saudi thing, so. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have the same issues with the Saudis as we do, so. Also true. It's a little different. This is not really live news, but it kind of is. So we all know Scotty Scheffler was named Player of the year and we've talked about this before like scotty had an incredible year i think he deserved it honestly so the the argument i don't is really get the drama that cam smith, cam smith deserved what i don't know what the argument is though if you i guess i actually agree with you i think scotty deserved it when you're looking at a, a master's win and you're looking at the fact that he won i think four other times and all yeah. the other stuff that are going on and he won a boatload of money and all that stuff but they're arguing that cam smith had a comparable if not better year in terms of like statistics and everything I as think, a player well okay yeah in so I get that it's close. Yeah. But if I were voting, it would be Scotty Scheffler based off wins and consistency. Yeah. Cam Smith had a good year, had some good stats. I mean, Kirk Cousins got a humongous contract and has never won basically a playoff game. Okay. <laughs> and it's all based off his statistics. Okay. Like when you look at like player of the year, I'm thinking like tournament wins. I'm thinking in the hunt. I'm thinking that not necessarily greens and rag, you know, putts, things like yeah. that. Like Cam Smith and I, I like Cam Smith and I don't really care if he went to live or not. Sure. You know, I've said I'll either way I'll like it, but. If I'm looking at it objective, like who had a more meaningful year, won bigger events, won all that. Now, if Cam Smith, I said this, after he got hurt or whatever happened at the first playoff event, if he would have made a run, if he would have won the FedEx Cup, then I would have voted him. Yeah, a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. it would have been different. But the fact that he wasn't able to do that and kind of whatever, uh, I'm I'm okay with Scotty Scheffler. Being Same. Him. And I, I mean, I just really like Scotty Scheffler. So I do too. He makes me nervous though, because his, he's got so many moving parts in his golf swing. It's such a unique golf swing. I just hope it's something that lasts forever. Yeah. But I mean, you look at a Furyk, you look at some I was of these say, guys. Jim yeah, Furyk. I mean, they make it work. So Jim has a little less moving parts, though, than. It's just than, the hitch. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, Scotty can keep it up because I do enjoy watching him myself. Um. Yeah. And then, so let's see what else do we have. So we have some a little bit of LPGA news, sort of. So we have a 14-year-old. I don't know if you've heard this news, but Gianna Clemente, she has qualified three straight Mondays in a row for LPGA Tour qualifiers, which is crazy. I have heard this. But, I mean, you look back at it. Our girl, Lexi Thompson, when oh, yeah. she was like 13 or 14. 12, actually. 12, yeah, she, yeah, she hit the pro circuit when she was 12. This girl is on that status. Though. So, like, if you look at all of her youth tour accolades, like, she's kind of on that same trajectory. As, as something like Alexi would have been. Um, and she's also like, she's kind of figured out how to be very eloquent in interviews and stuff like that, which is really refreshing for a 14 year old, but she's just like excited to be there. Which no, I love. I, 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 this is cool, but it makes me nervous as a father too. It's oh, just, why? Well, 14 years old, there's a lot. Now all of a sudden you're in the spotlight. I mean, it doesn't take much and you're either. And you're Lindsay Lohan. Yes. <laughs> It's a good no point. I wasn't going to Lizzie Lohan, but the minute you did, I'm like, yeah, well, that, yeah. <laughs> a little different than being on the LPGA. Is she still yes. alive? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> She's still alive. I didn't know if she, like, went in a drunken, Her and, like, like, drug-fueled stupor or something. I don't know. It's Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes are the two that were, at least for my generation. Oh, my God. Amanda Do you remember Bynes, Amanda Bynes? I remember Amanda Bynes. I wouldn't remember until you said the name. but Yeah, so that's my generation because she was on Nickelodeon now, for a long time. Now, she seemed like, I don't know where she went sideways because she seemed uh. like the girl next door nice she Lindsay was, Lohan always seemed nuts uh 
I mean, Lindsay Lohan, when she was in like the parent trap and stuff, was like the cute little up and comer kind of thing. Like she was on the same track as like the Olsen twins where it was like wholesome content. And then she just went off the rails. Amanda Bynes was a little bit more like crazy and then just got into drugs and went outrageous. So she had a good time. She did. Lindsay Lohan's a little cleaner right now than Amanda Bynes is. But either way, I don't think the LPGA is providing them the kind of access to those things. <laughs> I won't allow myself as a 39 year old to go down a rabbit hole with America, Amanda Bynes research later. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would keep that. I hadn't thought computer. of that name though in <laughs> forever. So it was kind of like, well, what blast from the past. Um, Speaking of off the rails, John Daly. Oh, well, look at that of, transition. First of, all, first of all, he had a great week in general. So he was on a, uh, he was on the, like, was it ESPN? Danny, you might remember this. Was it ESPN's more Saturday morning college football show? Yeah. Yeah, it was ESPN's. There's a million of them now. And um, they were at the um, Arkansas, I can't remember who they were even playing, but they were at the Arkansas game and they asked him a question and he's sitting there on the couch and it's, you know, it's like 930 in the morning on Saturday. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, I don't know. I'm already drunk. Oh my gosh. He's really leaning into his whole vibe. Well, I mean, he always has, but he's getting more exposure now, especially with his kid and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, it was just so funny. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he made the news because he threw out the first pitch of the Cardinals game, and which I'm a Cubs fan, so I'm not a fan of Cardinals, whatever, but that's his team. Um, and he, like, did an interview afterwards. He was like, yep, it was flip-flop pitching because he, like, went out there and his, like, loud mouth shorts and flip He actually threw a pretty good pitch, too. It was 72 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I bet you, I mean, he's, that is a, that is peak male uh, athleticism right there. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. I, I mean, think Rory might have something to say he, about that. Uh, no, it's just so funny. Like he's such an athlete, but doesn't look like an athlete. He like, you know, I know if you let him throw more than one of those pitches, he could probably get it up in the eighties mm-hmm. and probably in the strike zone, which is shocking when you look at him. The pitch wasn't he looks bad. Like, he looks like a, he looks like Santa Claus who's been <laughs> ran out for like three months and lives off blood pressure medicine. Off so. season Santa. Santa. Yeah. Yeah, some off-season Santa vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I love John Daly and like it kind of goes against my whole like mantra or whatever because all he does is talk about drugs and drinking and all that stuff but like he is so just fine with it and accepting of who he is. He's put out a country album at one point like I love well, John yeah, Daly. He just lives his life. He is who he is and he doesn't make any apologies for it which is I like that. His swing is still pretty good too. Like when you watch him like they'll do comparisons of his swing in like the 90s versus now even though he's got a little bit more of a pot belly going on like it is still a very athletic swing. Yeah. Super fun to watch. Uh, Billy Horschel, Ian Poulter getting in an argument on the putting green. But listen, first of all, you can't really hear. I don't know. It says Horschel calls out live guys by name, but I couldn't hear that. I couldn't hear it either. You could just tell by his body language. I don't know. You got two assholes there just being assholes on a putting (laughs) green. There was a conference earlier in the week calling out live guys by name. The the Poulter thing, nobody really heard. But it was they're saying that the subject of the argument was probably Horschel calling out those guys. Yeah, but you got two assholes there. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just not a huge Poulter I actually like Billy Horschel. I want to like like Billy Horschel, but he just seems like he has these, like, I don't know. There's just certain times where I'm like, you know what? That guy's probably a tough individual to be around. Maybe. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong. My hot take is two assholes beating it out. Let them beat it out. I don't care. (laughs) I mean. Um, I'm good with that. That's that's usually how life works. Um, President's Cup. Oh, God. That was a Yeah, I don't know. Who's excited about the President's Cup? Literally Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even I mean the internet. Cool, this is this is gonna be like the most ridiculous 
Okay, I hope I'm way wrong on this, but looking at the international team now without all their players, you're like, okay, the U.S. might win this thing. It might be a it might be a shutout. Maybe. Now, I know that's not true, and hopefully I'm wrong because I do like watching these team events. I think they're fun. I think golf needs more team events. Mm-hmm. But I just... Uh, we got some Australians and some, like, South I, Africans. I, I don't want to and- take this moment away from them, but as a golf watcher, it's just... I feel like it's going to be brutal. I'm not excited about it. In fairness, if we're going to be honest, even in previous years, the President's Cup doesn't get the kind of hype that the writer. Well, no question. No question. Because it's normally when you start pulling from the international crowd, it starts getting like a little diluted because they want to like pull people from different regions. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you start to get some of these names in here you may or may not be very familiar with. But still, I like it. And it's going to be rough. I 100 percent agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I I hope I'm wrong. I will watch it. But yeah, it's I always just I I don't care. I want to skip right to Ryder Cup years. Um, What about club champion news? So uh, we got some new stores. Wilmington opening uh, literally as we just film yes, this right or, now. <laughs> uh, as we do this literally right now. Uh, Pleasanton, which is just moving our Danville store, which is a it's on the other side, the east side of the bay uh, from San Francisco. We're moving our Danville store, which has done really well to Pleasanton, which is just a little south of it. Uh, a little nicer, bigger store. He's more accessible. Um, so that's happening as we speak as well. Uh, again, we'll have our normal special there for 60, 60 days, right? Mm-hmm. So half off if you spend 500 bucks or more. Look at that. I nailed it. Did we miss? <laughs> did we comment on the one la- um, the last one? What was the last We've one? We've covered all of them. Yeah. yeah? So okay. there have been a couple stores that have been moved around. We've only got a few coming between yep. now and the end of the year. There'll so. be four more. Well, no, I shouldn't say because I just talked about one of them. <laughs> one of them. There's <laughs> like three of them. Yeah. Three more coming before the end of the year. Um, so that's good. Keep a look out for that um demos wise we got some demos okay we got the new uh bgt um which is a brand you may or may not have heard of but they make they're really known for the putter shafts which i've loved for years i think they're game changer putter shafts um i like other putter shafts but that's my go-to is their bgt they're now branching into wedge shafts and driver shafts yeah um and sort of interesting stuff like their driver shafts are made with torrey graphite which is kind of like the peak pinnacle of graphite composite like materials that come out of japan so anyway, the driver Brava driver shafts just shipped yesterday or mm. shipping today. Uh, so they're going to be in a store probably almost as close to the time this launches. And the wedge shafts, though, are going to be a little bit later in the month. But I'm going to tell you what, I just I'm going to tell you right now, I really love them because I've yeah. been testing them. I think almost everybody that's hit these wedge shafts <laughs> like them. You know, I know Jake, our producer, is in love with them. He's been talking about them. Uh, Ian and the guys up at TXG love them. So I'm excited to get those out the door. We'll have those soon. Uh, we added some graphite design stuff. Um, you know, they have the. HD and the UB, which is kind of their newer models. So we've been adding those to the stores. Um, For some of the listeners that know, um, I used to be a big graphite design guy. Kind of after a while, they they kind of retreated back to international more and didn't have as much presence in the states, uh, which made it very difficult for us to get demos and other things. So people would always ask, "Why don't you have more?" They've kind of upped their presence in the United States the last couple of years. We've been able to expand our walls a little bit, so we're adding more graphite design to the walls. So people that want a graphic design, you asked, you got title. TSR. That's the big That's one. That's the big one, yeah. That's the big one. They're in stores. You can buy them now. Uh, we hope to have your clubs in your hands uh, if you get them now before even launch. And I'll say it, even if I get in trouble. Oh, I said nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
but you will uh, you will have a driver. So make sure you get in and get fit for your new TSR stuff. Be the first to get it, and let's you know do that. So let's see here. The last thing I want to talk about with Club Champion is you know one of the good news. Um, one of the good news is is that our turnaround times are fantastic right yeah, now. Yeah, we're doing really if well. If we have it in stock, we have it out the door in one week. Mm-hmm. So 57% of our orders are getting out the door in one week. It's crazy. 88 are getting out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people that may be scared about long lead times, you know, obviously there was a lot of uh, supply chain issues. There's a lot of just issues in general the last couple of years with the COVID boom and everything going on. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time getting our systems, getting our warehouses, getting everything ready. Everything's uh, firing on all cylinders right now, and we are quick. Mm-hmm. So um, if you had any hesitation, spread the word. You can get things quick at Club Champion. One more small uh, Club Champion thing before we jump into yays and nays. We are in September, so we are in putter fitting month right now. Now. Um, we might have mentioned it when we talked uh, to Sam during the last episode, but um, if you guys get in basically before October 2nd, you would have a, pr- a free putter fitting if you purchase a putter or putter shaft. We were just talking about those BGTs. I'm sitting in Nick's office. He's got two sitting up against the wall. <laughs> um, so putter shafts apply to that as well. It's basically $125 value. So if you're thinking about dialing in your flat stick, now's the time to do it, even though it's sort of the end of the season. So um, just didn't want anybody to forget about putter fitting month. No, let's not forget about putter fitting. <laughs> All right. Yays or nays. Let's do it. Okay. We'll start with an easy one. So, yay or nay, early tea times. Woo. Um... (laughs) I guess I mean, yeah, here's the thing. I, I've traditionally done early tea times because it's nice to be able to get out, play quick and be at home. OK, mm-hmm. um, I'm a little spoiled at the club I'm at now because whether I tee off early or I tee off late, it's quick. Mm-hmm. So um, in most regards, I'm an early tea time guy more than a late. Although there's no one that likes, you know, I said my biography will be playing 18 in the dark. That's going to be the <laughs> title or it's going to be bogey from 100 yards. It depends how my life turns out. <laughs> But it's going to be one of those two things is what my biography is going to be called. Because I do like playing till dark. Yeah. So, but early tea times, I'm a yay. I think um, it's a good way for people that always say, I don't have time for golf. Mm-hmm. Do it well, quick. if you get out early and play quick, you can have time for golf. Yeah. I'm, uh, I guess in theory, I'm a yay because like everybody has their own. Like it's fine yeah. that early tea times are offered. Like I don't have an issue with it. But for me personally, I would much rather book the last tea time of the day because nobody's behind me. I can take as much time as I want. I'm not like, I don't take that long but I don't have to feel rushed and I really like sunset golf. Like there's something about sunset golf, especially in the fall where it's just I like, agree. this That's, is so nice. Yes. Um, so for me personally, if you're asking me, do you want to tee off at 5.30 plus in the morning or in the a, afternoon? It's afternoon. Plus if you have a cocktail, it does, you don't feel as bad than right. having a cocktail at seven in the morning. Right, exactly. It is actually five o'clock when I'm golfing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, yay or nay, nine hole courses. So I mean, yay. Here's the deal. I, I would much rather play a game and play 18 holes, but there's times the limit for nine holes. And then there's... There's golf courses like the Dunes Club in Michigan where it is a nine-hole golf course. You play it once, and then they have, like, five tee box sets. So every hole, what they do is the winner of the hole chooses the tee box. Okay. So you go around nine holes, you grab a quick sandwich, they change the pins, and then you play a different tee box. Oh, So you go okay. around like twice, that. but you almost play. I will I shit you not, it almost feels like you're playing on completely different golf courses, <laughs> as wild as that is. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's times, and listen, in today's society where time is limited, and all that. I don't think playing nine holes is should be frowned upon or anything else. Right. Like there's I have a lot more time to play nine hole right now than I do 18. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm a big yay. I'm the opposite of you. I would rather play nine than 18. And my thought process is if I get through it super, super quickly and I still have the energy or whatever, I'll just do it again. Like I'll, I'll play that same track again and get full a full 18 out of it. Um, but to your point about time, like there are so many other things I could be doing <laughs> in the day. And especially if I want to play golf on a work day, it's, yeah. I'm much more likely to get nine holes in than 18. So I'm a big yay for that. Um, yay or nay? Swing trainers, like the orange whip tempo thing and all that. Yeah, I mean, I I own zero of them. <laughs> uh, really? Nobody's ever sent them to you or anything to like get yeah, them in Yeah, I'm sure they have, and I probably gave them away or did something. <laughs> I had an orange whip. I think I used it a couple times. I actually don't think the orange whip's a bad trainer at all. Actually, if there's one that I was thinking and you put it in the notes, that would have been one where I'm yeah. like, okay, something like that or a speed stick. Like, I get that. Like, some of these other ones, unless you're taking a lesson with somebody who's like, putting you like I don't know if me by myself without proper like somebody supervision. going supervision <laughs> using the swing trainer is really going to help some, help me mm-hmm. so I don't know I'm a meh yeah not, not <laughs> a yay a... or nay I also don't own any I'll I guess I'll give it a meh as well because I think yay if, if it works for some like anything if it works for you great but I agree with you that it's like it feels kind of like hokey and infomercially in most cases the orange whip one is fine but there are That's a lot more of, of loosening up like if it's a loosening up one I'm all for it yeah it's like okay? a swing tempo thing right I'm that kind of that. thing I'm all for it's like you know but then I watch like what is it that guy, George Ginkis he's like one of these uh, kind of popular-ish uh, teachers out of SoCal. He's got a million tra- swing trainers. And I watch yeah. his, like, the videos on uh, Instagram or whatever. And I'm like, as he's showing them how to use it, I'm like, oh, that's okay, cool. that's kind of cool. I get it. But I think if I would just buy it and do it, I'm like, yeah, if I hadn't watched that video or, like, even with that video, I'm not completely sure I get it. Like, so I feel like you have to have, like, supervision. My issue with stuff like that, and this is not just is like specific to golf stuff is it feels like something that you buy use two times and then it ends up in a garage like I have like resistance bands for working out at home I don't even know where they are yeah like that's what this feels like <laughs> oh, 100% I think that's a, a lot of what it goes into um okay switching out of golf and into pop culture yay or nay the Emmys was were they just on or something? Yes. Okay. I so I already know, know the answer then. Yeah. I Got mean, it. I I couldn't tell you one award show. I I know there's award shows. I don't know. You'd have to sit there. There's the Emmys. I only know that because Emmys, I just Grammys, read it. Emmys, Oscars, Golden Globes are the yeah. And I don't know any. What what are they? I don't even know what those do. So the Emmys are the TV ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Grammys are the music ones. Okay. The Golden Globes is a little combination. It's like pop culture in general. It's movies okay. and TV stuff like that. And then Oscars are movies. So I guess I'm a nay because I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also don't. I I mean, I would want to know, like, how are they choosing this? Who won the Emmys? I, it, so, like, Euphoria was a big winner. So, like, Zendaya. Never watched that. Is okay. that good? Uh, I've never watched it either, which is great. Because is one of the main characters win again? Because I love Secession. Secession, yes, was a winner. Okay. What about um, Yellowstone? Did they get snubbed? I heard they got uh, snubbed. I, think, I actually don't I think remember. I read a headline on something that said they got snubbed or something. I don't remember. Um, I, I know Those are, was... like, my two favorite shows, is Secession and Yellowstone. That's, so. Somehow that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like I like the Emmys. I'm going to give it a yay. I like award shows. I think some of the award shows are a little bit contrived. I'm not going to lie. Especially the Oscars. Did anybody get slapped <laughs> nobody got <Shot> slapped <laughs> there was no physical violence at this oh, one okay. so that's that's an upgrade that, from our i mean lesson. that almost what which one was that i only that know that because that was all okay so yeah. that was the oscars so i didn't know but i at least knew somebody got i knew that will smith slapped will smith slapped chris um chris rock chris rock yeah yeah okay 
It was wild. But none of that happened. It was a much more demure evening for the Emmys. Um, I The only issue that I have is I find that all the shows that I'm in love with just never make Wait, it. Wait, was this where Harry Styles spit on somebody? No, that was that was the Venice Film Festival. Uh, so, okay. I was yeah. listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking. They were making fun of whatever. And I'm like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I don't even really know who Harry Styles is. He, I did know who Chris Pine was. <laughs> but Harry Styles used to be in One Direction, which is a really popular band. And now he's broken out as a solo singer, but he's also in movies. He's been in a variety of movies. But um, yeah, there was a lot of drama with that. Don't Worry Darling is the film. It's a whole, it's, okay. I'm not even going to get into it. It's probably not something <laughs> I'm going to watch. Uh, Probably not. I mean, it's maybe up your alley in terms of content, but none of the, you would not recognize anybody in it. Okay. Um, all right, last one. Yay or nay, NFL opening day. Love. <laughs> Big yay, okay. <laughs> Big yay, love. In fact, this was a really awesome NFL opening day because here's my problem. As an outdoorsy person, I prefer to be outdoors than indoors. Mm-hmm. So like September and like opening day is really tough for me because I don't want to sit on the couch the whole day and watch football. I do, but I don't. Like yeah. I'm torn. And so this this opening Sunday, it rained here the entire freaking day. day. Yeah. Well, and if you watch the Bears game you saw it and so I felt great like I'm like well I can't go outside and do anything today I can just watch football all freaking day and I did and I watched the Bears and they won and I took an alternative line of 30 or under and they missed two field goals and hit it by 21 point yeah and it was a great win um I guess I'm a yay I like football I'm more into baseball and some other sports but I so the actual like NFL opening day the Thursday game was kind of derailed by the queen dying so I'm sure not for me not for you okay yeah I'm just I I you heard that that the queen died. I don't understand why we care about the queen. We've built this whole country around getting away from the queen. <laughs> well, I was at my club this weekend. We had our big invitational Friday, and Saturday, and the, the flag was half mass. And I used the flag because we have it's a link style golf course. So I used the flag at the top of the hill to understand what direction the wind's going. That was a September 11th thing, not a queen no. Thing. They said it was the queen. Oh, well, because it was, was also September 11th. This week. that was Sunday though. Right, but I think they do it for the whole weekend. But Okay, yeah, I was I told know. it was the queen. Everybody was doing it because of the queen. And I'm like, get that flag up. I need to see where the wind is. <laughs> I need is. a point of reference. Yeah, I need a point because I can't tell where the wind's going here. I got no other trees on this golf course. That flag is my beacon of knowing the wind's going east, west, wherever it's going. <laughs> and so, uh, but I was just joking with people. I'm like, listen, no no offense to the queen, whatever. Yeah. I get it. It's tradition. It's all these things. But again, we did kind of like fight a huge war <laughs> to get away it from the king. and the her, but yes. Well, it's- not her but her lineage yeah for sure I was a little more sad than I think you were but I'm yeah. also I'm I'm of the era of like American females that grew up with Disney movies so the idea of like a monarchy or royalty is very good romanticized yeah, for me. I mean I get it I, I mean doesn't that, mean she was a good person but like it's very yeah, romanticized I couldn't even tell you what kind of person any of the who's the king's dad who is wait Charles is her son Charles the third and he's is the now king. king yes it's kind of weird that she's the queen and he's the king and see the whole thing's kind of weird because she's the actual bloodline I get it that's why yeah so now who becomes the queen so there's a queen consort which is Camilla who married Charles she's not part of the bloodline she just married into the family so she's the queen consort. And then when they are done, whether they pass away or if he abdicates or whatever happens, it would be Will and Kate. Will would be king. She would be queen consort. 
Yeah. I, you, the blank look on Nick's face, you guys. I wish this was a video, yeah. on, <laughs> a video I, podcast. That's yeah, a lot. And do they, here's my here's my other thing. I, this is, shows you how little I know. Do they do, do they have anything to do with the running of the country anymore? Or are they just kind they of like a figurehead? They are figurehead. figurehead. Yeah. What I will say, though, is they do influence policy. So, like, a good example is the queen recently. Basically, the line of succession was only, like, firstborn or eldest sons. She changed that so females could be, like, in the lineage based on when they were born. So, like, for example, Will and Kate have a daughter she wouldn't be skipped over for a younger brother. So like okay. the queen made that policy, but like that only applies to them. That yeah, has nothing right. to do with like anybody else, you know? So it's not like they didn't make change, but they're very so much a figurehead. The UK pays for this figurehead. Taxes, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's wild. I wonder if that'll stay forever. I love I tradition, so part of me says I hope that they don't ruin it, but part of me is like, eh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They as a family are also very wealthy, though, so just to be clear, like, yes, in the same way that, like, we paid the president like yeah. we pay a salary, like taxpayers pay a salary. It's kind of like that for the royal family within bounds, but they as a family are also wealthy. Okay. So, I mean, it could go either way. <laughs> okay. Hail the queen. Uh, <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I think that's what you say. I it's, don't know. Now it's long live the king. Long live. Uh, God long? save the queen and long live the king. So now it's long live the king. Yes. Yeah. Can I be the king? I mean, you're the king of champion. So <laughs> I'm going to go over there. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to find out what it takes. Just a little crown on your head. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, let's switch to Maybe the- if me and him like prick our fingers and shake, we're blood brothers and now I can be a king. I mean, you'd be related to his entire family at that point because there was a lot of inbreeding. Anyway. Ooh. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. Let's they not go married. down there. Yeah. Let's, uh, uh, that's where we'll stop this conversation. <laughs> Um, all right, so we've got a few questions this week that have nothing to do with royalty, thankfully. Yeah. Let's dive right Honestly, into- these three questions I kind of caught off guard with a little bit. Really? I mean, yeah, I don't know. So I, this first question we've so actually gotten a few times from I know from these customers. questions come from people that, like, not us, but they're interesting questions. Well, this, The first one isn't, but the, the, the other two are. Let's dive into the first one because we have gotten this one on social media. Um, so how much damage do range mats and indoor fiber mats actually do to your clubs? I think damage is a strong word when I read it. But, like, so, so guys, metal is metal and it's going to move. Like, right. you know push a spoon too far, you bend your spoon. I mean, it just is what it is. So like when you're hitting golf balls, you're, you know, if you're hitting golf balls off a mat, if you're hitting golf balls in general though, right? any kind of like these impact blows, like you're swinging these irons, you know, whatever it is, 70 to 90 miles an hour, you're and beating on whether it's you're beating on grass or you're beating on a mat, it's it's gonna move. This is why it's so important to have your loft and lies checked once a year because hitting balls, just the act of hitting a golf ball, think about it. You're gonna start adding loft to the golf club because it's beating the face backwards, mm-hmm. okay? So, you know, to make sure your lofts and your lies and everything, hit, whether it's hitting off mats, it's hitting off a crap load of range balls, or just playing a crap load of golf, it's so important to have your loft and lies checked once a year. Now to the club champion pitch line, that's what I've always said and what we've always done at club champion is that it, through the 20 years we've been doing this, if you buy a set of golf clubs from us, we always have your loft and lie specs in the system at any store, anywhere you go. And you can go in there and have a free loft and lie check to make sure your clubs are specced out correctly. Um, and so it's something that I've always believed in big time. Uh, I, I don't care if it's cast. I don't care if it's forged because some people will go, well, you only really need to do that if they're forged. Forged, for people that don't know, is uh, it's it's metal. Typically, it's a softer metal they start with, and then they make it even softer by uh, really what they do is they pound the metal, right? They they squish it until it's very 
very soft. And so they kind of knead it like dough. Anyway, they'll say, oh, cast will never move. That's not true. Right. Cast, cast will move too. It's metal is metal. Now, one may take a little bit more abuse than the other to move, but long story short, I've seen it in Forge. I've seen it in cast. I see it every year. People come in. I'm like, wow, you, you know, you must practice a lot with this iron because your loft is off a degree and a half or two years. Just remember, one degree of loft can be three to five yards, mm-hmm. depending on your launch characteristics that you produce. So it can mean a meaningful difference in how you hit these golf clubs. So yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, I Hey, I hit off mats all the time. Right. I hit off grass all the time. I hit up. I don't think twice about it because the reality is, is if you have a good fitted golf club and you have a club fitter in the area that can check your loft and lies, it's just part of the process. Pros out there, women, guys on the both circuits are having their loft and lies checked every other week, if not weekly, mm-hmm. because they want to make sure that they get in that exact you know distance that they expect. By the way, they hit just a crap load more golf balls than we do. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they abuse so, them a little right. bit. Those so clubs. they abuse them a little bit more in the sense of they hit a thousand balls a day. But long story short is, is they can do damage uh, no matter what, uh, whether it's a mat, whether it's whatever. It could be hard um, ground because you're hard ground, in cold Like weather. ranges a lot of times because they're very sand based can be very firm. Um, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, loft and lie check at least once a year. Again, at Club Champion, when you come to Club Champion to buy a Club Champion, it's free. But even if you didn't, this is a great time of year. If you haven't been into a club champion, come in. Uh, the fitters would love to take you through a loft and lie fit real quick. Uh, I'm going to do this right off the top of my head. I want to say like to change a loft and lie of an iron is like 10 bucks. So, you know, what they'll do is it, is it close? 15. 15. Okay, whatever. <laughs> You were in the range. Yeah. One of the biggest parts about club fitting, there's a lot, right? There's a lot that goes into, we've talked about it in nauseam here, whether it's shaft weight, shaft profile, shaft flex, all these different things are all important. But one of the very basic things, it's, and you can do it to every golf club. It doesn't matter, you know, whatever. Let's say you're not in the market to get a whole new set of golf clubs. If you haven't had your loft and lies done, it's cheap. It's easy. Like a whole set might cost you a hundred bucks. Right. Okay. And if you have that little thing done, it could, it could stop a slice. It could mm-hmm. stop a hook. It could make sure your irons are actually like, oh, why does my eight iron, nine iron go the same distance? Hear that all the time. Well, they're pretty much the same law. Right. So, um, cause you haven't had them checked ever and you just expected them to be correct. So yeah, I mean, it's a big part. I like it. All right. So the second question, this one is a little interesting too, but I, I definitely have an opinion or a thought on this. So I'm intrigued to see what you say. The question is if club champion offered a subscription service, what would you want that to entail? Yeah, this was like, again, I am, this is, I had, I, I think we've probably talked about this in meetings and stuff before, but I mean, first of all, it would be like free fits for life. I guess you'd come in and get fit, check your specs, do all that stuff whenever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about whenever you wanted to, but there'd be like, you know, levels or whatever. Uh, I think it would have content for the people that subscribe. So like maybe deep dives into certain products that they really like or whatever would be one thing. Um, so yeah, the ability to come in more often without having to pay for you know the time in the bay whatever uh some geared content towards that maybe some special releases even Mm -hmm. like you get like let's say we work with golf pride and they make some super duper cool like hail the queen or whatever long live the (laughs) queen long live the king grip and you are the only people that got access to that yeah so like um i think that would be kind of the general framework i would look for um, I, that's pretty in line. So I was saying, I was thinking more along the lines of new equipment releases. So it would be like, essentially you'd have the opportunity to come in and demo any, like you'd have the first crack at new yep, demos kind of that. thing. That's a good point. Um, so I, I would love that. I would also, maybe you get it, you get yours first too. You know, yeah, like, like I kind tagging, of alluded yeah. towards Titleist release is September 29th. But we're probably going to let them out the door before September 29th. And everybody's going to get mad at Titleist and get mad at me for saying this. I mean, but what if that was my thing? What if that was part of like a membership deal? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't mind that. I like the idea. 
idea of like we call it green tagging, but if we needed to do that, I would I'd be okay with that. Um, and I well, also, that, yeah, oh, I like that. Green, so green tag. Well, like that's another one. Like this is you know again, I didn't give this much thought before you just asked me the question. So <laughs> you're bringing things to light now. But everybody just thinks like they're the only order in the system. Which guys, that's what we want to think. That's of like course. we we think of your orders as one order in the system. But at the same time, there's thousands of orders in the system. <laughs> right. So you know, there's always an order we do. You know, first in, first out is what we try to always do. But what if like you were a Christian service, you got to jump the line? Ooh, yeah. I, I kind of like that. And I would do also access to, which we kind of do this with our member rewards program, but I would do like access to TrackMan time and down hours. Yeah. That was kind of what I was thinking with like when you Not come in. Not paying for bay time. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I, I don't know. I, it would be cool to build something like that. Obviously, as part of the marketing team, this is something I mean, we I'm, could do. I but. guess people are asking the question, so there might be one at least one person interested. At least one person. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't know what the, I think we've talked about this in the past a little bit and, you know, gauging the interest of the golfer. And I think, you know, as more and more people are doing the indoor thing, especially the northern markets things, I think there's some that. But I also think the ability, like we have a lot of people that, you know, they come here and they buy a lot of stuff every year. Sure. Having the ability jump the line, having the ability to talk to their, like you have a straight like concierge service to a fitter, basically. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Like people love like when back in the day and they still today, that's why I still have clients. They love the fact that they can text me and ask me a question <laughs> like, Hey, I've been seeing this. What do you think? Or I saw this club. What do you think that'll be for right. me? Well, a lot of time my answer is like, you gotta have to come in and hit it. But you know, they love that accessibility. Maybe that's part of it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So in case the rest of the marketing team is listening, there's some ideas. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, question number three, if you were offered $1 million, if any PGA or LPGA golfer in history could sink a 20 foot putt, who are you going with to, to win you that 100 or $1 million? I feel like this is way too easy of a question. Okay. Eliminate Jack and Tiger. They are not no. on the table. Oh, okay. They are that, okay, not on the fine. table. Because Tiger is maybe one of the most clutch putters of and all time. And Jack too. Yeah. Well, eliminate, he would be number two. Eliminate so. the two of them because they are the obvious in peak, their peak lives. They are the yeah. unequivocal answers. Eliminate them. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Because I was like, when I read that, I'm like, well, this is like, well, there's not much to talk about here. Uh -huh. um, well, I mean, you could go to Palmer next, although. I don't know if I want to go to him. I want to. I want to think of like a. What about like a Bobby Locke? Well, he was a great Ooh. putter. A guy okay. who could putt out of his. Uh, I said early Tom Watson for men. So I, I did an answer for both. But early Tom Watson is probably my. Like if well, I'm, I'm going Annika for LPGA. So Inby Park is mine. Okay, I can see that. She's she like might be one of the best putters of all time. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm male or female. <laughs> I'm going Annika for LPGA, PGA. I mean, it's also, it depends on eras. Cause like there was a time when Jordan Spieth was so clutch, but now my guy can't I thought about putt. that too. Like if you take that one week, no, I'm kidding. The one week. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a year, uh, two years. Now. I was gonna say he had a really good run there. When yeah, he just it was like two or miss. three years. He had a run there. Um, uh, who was I just thinking about? Um, I wanted to say Billy Mayfair, and that's hilarious because it's not Billy Mayfair. His, <laughs> not, his, not winning his, that one million? His, his figure eight uh, putting stroke. Um, but who was the guy? Not Billy Andrade. Uh, Brad Faxon. Dude could putt the golf ball. I, and, like, you trust him with a million dollars? Well, you're taking Tiger and Jack away from yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, we're taking I mean, the, I, I would take Arnold, ones. but if, I, I feel like that's the easy out. I'm going Faxon. If I'm, if let's say I got percentage, let's say I got a million if if Arnie made it, but I got one and a half million if Brad Faxon make it. I'm going with my fax. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that. I like that. So I'm gonna create odds levels. with this now. Yeah. Since I can't just straight take Tiger, who's gonna definitely drain it, and I'm gonna have a million dollars. Yeah. Well, Jack, Jack and Tiger are just like you. Can't, it, it's almost like you can't miss. 
at that point, but I, I would like NB Park is kind of in that realm, or at least she I has been. Yeah. So I like it. All right, that's all we have for you guys this week. Next week, we will be talking to Ian Zubkoff from Superstroke Golf. We'll talk a little bit about putter grips because we'll still be at the tail end of putter fitting month. And then we'll get into some other fun news happening at Superstroke. They have really good swing grips, too, so we'll talk about those. But it is putter fitting month. (laughs) Remember, it's putter fitting month. Get in. Can't forget. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Fits with the Founder. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to support the show. And if you want more equipment content, follow Club Champion on Instagram.